Hey guys, my name's Kyla, and I'm your host of That Christian Girl Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to helping Christians of all walks of life be inspired and encouraged to reach their full godly potential. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you enjoy. Hey guys, it's Kyla with That Christian Girl Podcast, and let me be honest, I was trying to record this and I was like well what if I do one of those cute things where you know people grab everybody's a person's attention within the first five seconds and then you roll the intro um I don't think that really worked for me so um we are here just doing the normal thing and I'm so excited for today's episode and you guys don't even know I had this bang moment where I was like this is what this podcast has to be um, this is what this podcast has to be called. And first I was going to say getting out of your comfort zone, right? But that's boring. You know what I figured out? Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. I feel so proud of myself for making that, that great, amazing podcast name. Wow. Okay. Anyways, it's episode 12, y'all. So excited to get started. And today's episode is going to be all about how we can get out of our comfort zones, and some tips and tricks, and just gonna let you know, I'm not perfect. So I'm definitely gonna talk about all the ways that I've been flawed in this, and the tips and tricks that I use to overcome that fear, and overcome the uncomfortableness of getting out of your comfort zone. So, let's start. As you know, I usually have the little roadmap. So number point number one in my roadmap is most people are creatures of comfort. So this means we like being in the bubble we have made for ourselves. You guys, I think each of us unintentionally make a little bit of a bubble. A bubble around our... Um, bubble around... What's the word? social life. So you have like your social life bubble and you're just, the bubble is where you're comfortable. You know, you'll go and do things inside of the bubble. Like at this point, I'm pretty comfortable. My bubble has my social life, everything like that. And inside the bubble is this podcast. But you know, maybe three months earlier before I started that, this The podcast was way outside of my comfort zone, and it wasn't part of my bubble. But I think once we really try and expand and get comfortable getting out of our comfort zone, you know, the things that looked so scary a few months ago might actually be something that you get more comfortable with. And I'm going to talk about that more in the future. But mainly, we need to break out of that bubble. We need to break out of our comfort zone. We need to break out of the little comfort bubble that we've built for ourselves. Because if we are too scared, we could miss out on some pretty cool things. Um, (laughs) So, there's like so many things that I could have missed out on if I had decided to stay in my comfort bubble, in my comfort zone. So... God wants us to go out of our comfort zone because if we do, we can do some amazing things for him. And I know a lot of people, me included, sometimes get scared and we sometimes don't break out of that bubble and 
you really regret it later. So that's your little encouragement to get out of that bubble. And I'm going to talk about like combating fear at the very end of this episode. So make sure you listen to that point because that's a big point in this episode. But we, I'm going to tell you a little story. So I was listening to a podcast and it's kind of like a teaching that I've heard a little bit before, but the podcast is called Who Is She Becoming? And it's by Amelia Merkel, I think her name is, but she's the girl with Jesus. It's her and her mom doing this podcast together. And her mom's told this beautiful imagery that I'm going to retell to you guys. So there's this image that she brought up where, you know, you go up to heaven and God shows you a list of all of the things you could have done or you did do for him in your lifetime. So he'll, I don't know, she was saying like either a screen or like a scroll and it shows all of the things that you have done with your life for God or all of the things that you could have done for your life for God. So God could take a look at it and be like, you know what? I gave you this opportunity and this opportunity and this opportunity and I called you to go do this, but you ignored my calls. You ignored you ignored them and you were too scared to do them because you were too scared to get out of that comfort zone. So, you feel ashamed. You feel ashamed that you didn't take all of those opportunities that God presented in front of you and you didn't try and run after them and grasp them. But there's also the other illustration where you go up and you were a faithful follower. And even if you sometimes chickened out because of fear, but most like 90% of the time you went after something that God called you for and it will get easier after you do it quite a bit. But if you feel, what am I trying to say? If you go out there and God is like, well done, my good and faithful child. Look at all of these things that you did for me that I called you to do. And I had to add more. Um, isn't that so wonderful? Because do you want to go, whoa, do you want to go for all God has planned for you? Or do you want to see all of the times you missed out on? So God has some amazing plans for our lives. And God wants us to go after the things that he called us to. The things maybe out of our comfort zone. But you don't want to look back at your life and be like, I missed out on this because of fear. And then I missed out on this because of fear. And it could have led me into so much more, but I held back because I was too afraid. And I was too afraid to get out of my comfort bubble. <laughs> so we need to break that habit of being creatures of comfort because I'm a creature of comfort you're a creature of comfort every single human is a creature of comfort and where we really see the growth is when we break out of that comfort and we be uncomfortable we put ourselves into situations that make us uncomfortable and yeah that's how we really see growth but also I want to remind you, it is super scary to do the big things out of our comfort zone, and I understand it. So I hope the rest of this podcast really encourages you and shows you how you can really get out of your comfort zone and some great ways that you can get comfortable with being uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so the number two point is socially getting out of your comfort zone. 
So here are some examples that I thought of this. So there's going to a camp where you don't know people. Ahem, <laughs> me, last weekend. Not last weekend, but the week be- weekend before. Um, there's talking to somebody new or really any interaction with a new person. So I... I'm an, um, am I introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert? I'm one of the two. I'm 100% the outgoing person that, you know, will talk to you, but there's a lot of fear that I have to go through before I go and talk to a new person. And, you know, sometimes I just click with people, but usually it takes me a little while to get really extroverted. And my friends can probably attest to this. If I am in a room where I don't know anybody, well, maybe they can attest to this because if I don't know anybody, I will stand in a room alone and I will not get out of my comfort zone and I won't talk to anybody because I'm too scared to talk to people. But once you put one of my friends in there, I'll become the most lively personality in the room. So I definitely struggle with the point about getting out of your comfort zone, especially when it comes to doing things that with social interactions that are really hard for me. So my number one tip is to go to God first and remind yourself it will be all worked out for good. So with summer camp, there was definitely like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And even though I didn't like go to my friends first or whatever, I kind of just curled up in myself and then I went to God and I ended up because I was driving to my church and I was like listening to my sobbing playlist or whatever but it's like Christian music but it's Christian music I turn on when I'm sad so I was just like crying in the car because I was so scared to go to this camp and not have anybody to talk to so I did that and riding up oh it was so hard and I was waiting for the buses to leave and I was just texting my stepmom and when I probably should have been praying and then I was texting my friend and I was like this is gonna be so bad I won't know well I do know people but I won't be able to interact with these people because they know all know each other and I'm just the weird public school kid that nobody really interacts with and it was so scary for me you guys And I'm so glad that I went, but getting through that scariness and that uncomfortableness was one of the hardest things that I think I've done all summer because I am such a person of comfort and when I am put into a situation where I don't have many friends, I don't, and I didn't see any leaders I could talk to, so I was kind of just standing off to the side and I was like, what do I do? So I was just texting people like my stepmom, and I was just, I was kind of stuck in that pit of, oh, look at everybody else knowing everybody, and this pit of, like, I don't know, self-pity, where you're just, like, I'm just so alone, and nobody knows me, and nobody cares, like, what if somebody looks over and they see me crying, but nobody's, like, even in- inviting me into their social circles, so I just feel so lonely, So that was really hard for me. But, you know, I did go to God, but I didn't stay with him, you know? And I tried to remind myself. I tried to be like, Kylie, this will be good. Because all of the times that, you know, you're worried about something or you're struggling with something, 
God works it out for your good. And it's okay that, you know, it's scary or you don't want to, but it will be worked out for your good. And that's something that I, like, tried to remember because if you listen to my change episode, you understand that, you know, my pastor was gone and it was, that was a super hard change. So I was already, like, really out of, I don't know, not touch, but really out of, really out of, like, the social circle and the groups of my youth group because all my friends had left and yeah it was just super duper hard so I tried to remind myself that you know it'll be worked out for good and I couldn't attest to anything else because going to that summer camp was actually one of the highlights of the summer it was really hard going up but after I went up I was so glad that I went because I made a new friend, which was really nice because I've been praying about getting friends. And I connected with a lot of the girls, but one of them I hung out with last week and we're going to hang out again this week. And I'm super excited for that. And yeah, I'm just so glad that I went. So that also goes into my second tip, which is keeping an open mind. I was on the ride up. I was like, oh, what if I just stayed in my cabin all weekend and nobody will even care because, you know, I'm just the weird girl who nobody knows, you know? So I definitely had that mindset for a little bit where I was like, I'm just not going to do any activities. It's going to be so terrible, you know? Like there was definitely that part in my mind that was trying to struggle with that. And even though with camp I didn't stay praying about it, I went into it, especially once I got there, I went into it with an open mind and told myself I couldn't stay in the cabin all day. And I think a way that God really worked through that experience was I was super worried on the car ride up and I wasn't in a cabin. Turned out I wasn't in a cabin with anybody that I really liked or I really knew. But the leaders let us switch cabins and I was invited to join like the older high schooler cabin and that was so good because I was so glad that you know a girl came up to me and she was like Kyla come join our cabin and that was such a blessing and I think that was when I was like okay this won't be too bad and just being able to sit and talk and be invited into conversations was really amazing And it was because I tried to keep that open mind of, you know what, I'm going to go into it and I'm going to try and I'm going to try to remember that this is going to be worked out for good and I just can't be closed off to everybody all weekend. Okay, and then my third tip is to watch and see how God works. Whoa, watch and see how God helped you through it. So, um re-looking back on summer camp, I was amazing. I saw how God really worked through that for good. And it was really good to get away and to be in that environment. But then it was also, I also made some new friends. And that was such a blessing because I've been really struggling these past few months with friends, actually just this past year, but especially this past few months, because 
I see people with their friends and I'm like, why can't I have that? I want friends, you know? And that's just been a struggle for me to say it in all honesty. It's been super hard struggle for me because, you know, I know I have friends, but they're not like the deep friendships and none of them are like the Christian friendships that I really want. And you know, there's the people that I talk to at youth group, like the leaders that I've formed some bonds with, which is amazing. But there's also, I missed that interaction with girls my age and I needed that interaction. So there were so many ways during that weekend that I was just really blessed with interaction with people my age. And I don't think I even knew how much I needed it until... I got it because to be all honest, it's kind of been like the healing girl summer where I kind of protect my peace probably a little bit too much. And all I end up doing is working, working out, sleeping, and then DMing my two friends, which are my stepmom and my friend who's a grade lower than me. She's not a Christian, but she's amazing. I love her so much, but she's not in town a lot during the summer. So I end up just DMing her all of the Instagram reels. And I do that with my stepmom too. So I don't think I realized how much I really needed that social interaction with others my age, especially other Christians my age, until I went there. There were so many good conversations that I had. Um, Sophia is the name of the girl that, you know, I've really bonded with, and she's amazing. And I'm just, I feel so blessed because I've been really praying about, you know, getting more Christian friends because it's been a struggle, you guys. I've been on the struggle bus, not gonna lie. So, there was all of those interactions and then sitting at the table the dinner or lunch the tables or whatever there was all of those fun interactions the youth uh the youth group the small group discussions were also really amazing because it was good to have that leader there and all of the girls it was super super good talking to them and like those were so such good small group discussions and I just I feel like it was such a good blessing to be able to interact with those people and just grow in my relationship and (laughs) what was super funny is I was thinking once I got back I was like so there was this it was Saturday night we were they had a bonfire and we made s'mores and stuff but there was this little group that It was guys and girls, and it was, like, two girls' brothers, and then their friends, and the two girls, and then me and Sophia, and, whoa, improper grammar there, Sophia and I, and I just remember, like, how much we laughed, how much fun it was to just be talking with just kids my age, and not really caring about what we were saying, or, well, I guess we cared about what we were saying, but not really filtering anything because they're like definitely very like-minded with me so it's just so different than anything that I'm used to because I'm used to worrying about like filtering out 
what I say, especially near people at my school, because we have very different viewpoints. But, you know, it was so amazing just to talk to a group of kids my age who all like really agree on so many different topics and it was so good to talk to them and be like yes you guys get me like this is so good it's so good to connect with those that really understand you so just knowing that I forged more relationships and how much of a blessing that has been and yeah I went out going from summer camp I went in being really scared, being really worried, not sure what I was going to do, and then I came out with probably the best weekend of the whole summer. Okay, that was a long story, but now we're going to go to our number three um, of getting our out of our comfort zone, which is sharing the word that I have in like the little asterisks, ah, because trust me, you guys, it is very scary at first and I get it because sharing the word especially when you feel like you're not what's the word you're not qualified enough to share it with somebody it is the scariest feeling almost ever so I understand I also probably when school starts it's gonna be hard to share the word and I'm gonna go through like how to share your faith in school probably once around the corner in a few not next week but maybe the next week or maybe the week after that who knows but trying to get get some ideas on how you can passively and actively share the word because you guys I'm so excited I'm making my computer it has like a clear case on it but it's kind of boring. So I bought some stickers from some different small businesses and I'm so excited to decorate my computer with the little stickers and they're all like faith-based and I'm hoping that can help me be more bold in my faith and share my faith more, especially rise some questions. But it's really scary to share your faith with people. And even though you know the gospel and you know, even if you know the basics, you can share it. It's really scary to share with people in person that you know. It's easier for me, I feel like, to post something to the That Christian Girl podcast uh, Instagram or even record these episodes because I feel like I'm just doing it for me and there's a bunch of strangers listening to it, which I love and I'm so glad about and it's such a blessing, but also I know there are other believers and Yes, they can judge me, but it's not, like, right up at my face and I won't get, hopefully, I won't get heckled for it, especially right right in my face from random people. But having to share at school, for me, is really scary because I remember this one time we were in a class and this one person said his, like, faith-based beliefs on something and everybody after that class was making truths, like, uh, making promises or whatever to not talk to him anymore. And I was in his discussion group because they split the, split the class in half, but I had 
I don't know, kind of friend come up to me afterwards and she's like, so did you hear about all of the things this guy was saying? He hates women and all of this stuff. So will you promise not to talk to him? You should join like the bandwagon of people who are promising not to talk to him. And that's like super scary for me, who's like super worried already about trying to share my faith at school with people that I see every day and worried about their judgment. But knowing that the more I share um, Jesus and Jesus' love, it will become more comfortable. And even if it's not necessarily I try and convert to every single person in my school, but if I get a good friend, to be able to share with them and share my faith with them will be such a good blessing for me and hopefully for them and really help me, me grow in my own faith. So, I'm going to say that the second point, which is we are all called to be ambassadors. So, this is your little bit of encouragement to remind you that we should be sharing the gospel. God, like I said, guess what? I was listening to my Making an Impact podcast episode tonight because I realized I never finished it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Those are some really great points. So make sure to go to that for more like, oh, how do I share the word or whatever. Um, but I I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, I was going to say, God doesn't count how many people we convert or we share with, with Christianity. But we need to be looking for those people and we need to be looking for those those chances to share because we are called to be ambassadors. So, I had to find this verse, but it's 2 Corinthians 5.20, which is, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So, um, I just want to really focus on that first part of the verse, which is, Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. So, Ambassadors, guys, it's so funny because I've been looking into some like ambassador or affiliate prog- programs because podcasting is kind of expensive. <laughs> um, but so I've been looking into those little programs for to help pay for the podcast. But to be an ambassador is to speak up and speak out about God's word. I'm not sure, maybe I need to look up like an actual definition of what an ambassador is, but kind of what I'm telling it, thinking about it is that you tell the word of God to people and you show people like, oh, this is Jesus. And then you just make sure you share, you share all about God's love and you share all about the gospel. And if you don't know, the gospel is, um, Jesus came to earth as a baby through the Virgin Mary and then he grew up and he I don't know this is like 30 second uh, version but he then became not a missionary but you know he was God's son so he came into this world as a baby he taught he was a teacher to so many people and then He died on the cross for our sins. He lived a perfect 
and blameless life, and he died on the cross for our sins so we could be saved and we could join him in heaven. And that's mainly the it mainly it. So you could say he died on a cross and then he rose again three days later. You could go into the nitty gritty of it, but mainly the gospel is just that Jesus came and then he lived a perfect and blameless life and then he died on the cross for our sins. He died on the cross for you so then you could join him and his father, well him and your father, God, it, both of whatever, um, <laughs> just so you can join him and his father slash your father in heaven so that's mainly the gospel is that just jesus came lived a perfect and blameless life yeah jesus came into the world as a man you guys i don't know why i'm struggling so hard with this it's like 10 30 at night <laughs> so jesus came into the world as a man he lived a perfect and blameless life and then he died on the cross for our sins so we can join him and his father in heaven. Boom. Got the whole gospel down. And really, you just have to tell people about God's forgiveness and how much God has for them and how much God has planned for them and how much joy they can find in God. So, yeah. <laughs> So, next, I'm just going to bring up my third and final point of the sharing the word and how scary it can be, which is we tend to get comfortable with not sharing the gospel. You guys, it's so easy to just go throughout our day and not share the gospel with people that probably need it. So, we need to be uncomfortable. Get uncom get comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling, you guys, and Go share the gospel. Find that friend who's struggling. Find, I don't know, go up to a person. Maybe if you feel like you should go up to a person and who's struggling or you see and be like, hey, I just want you to know Jesus loves you, you know, telling them that. Um, just make sure you share the gospel with others because we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. So make sure you are doing that and sharing the gospel with others. Okay, next we're going to talk about taking hold of that fear. I know I told you guys we would talk about this in the beginning and I do not want to disappoint you because I've been talking through this whole podcast episode and you might still be thinking like, hey, Kyla, I know that you're telling me all these things, but how? How do I take hold of the fear because I'm still a very fearful person. How do I get over that fear to share with others? You make it sound so easy when it's not. And I'm trying not to make it sound like it's something that is, it is easy, but it's not, you know? So I was, <laughs> you guys, I binge podcast episodes during work. So this is also, was it last night or this or today? I don't know, it was one of the two. And it was the Who Is She Becoming podcast. Definitely go check that out. It's such a good podcast. But it was also, oh yeah. No, I don't think it was on that podcast. It was with Keep It Clean podcast, which is also a super amazing podcast. And she was saying, um, the host Mia was saying, fear is ungodly. Um, and that's just to put it frankly. Fear is not a godly thing. <laughs> Fear is not something that, well, besides fear of the Lord, but 
our human fear that holds us back from sharing the Lord is not a godly thing. So, this is just a reminder that we were meant to have a spirit of power. Give me just a second to find the verse. But it's 2 Timothy 1.7. I'm like literally right there. But the page is not separating. Okay, so 2 Timothy 1.7 means means says for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power and love and self-control so just reminding you you know i like i don't like to pick pieces apart i meant verses apart and only pick the pieces that are good but there's just the first little bit i'm gonna do it there's the first little bit that's like super good because it says god for god gave us a spirit not of fear but of power so, God didn't give us a spirit that would make us fear. That was the devil. That was sin. Fear, having fear is sin. And having fear is of the devil, to put it frankly. Because God did not give us a spirit to be afraid. He didn't give us a spirit to be afraid to go and share him. He gave us a spirit of power and a spirit of, I don't know, power. <laughs> yeah, of empowerment you know to go share him so making sure that we remember that we were not meant to have a spirit of fear a spirit of fear is a sinful thing and it's not something that sometimes you can control but there's some things that you can do that i'll go into the tips that help with that spirit of fear because sometimes you can't help it you get scared. You get scared to share the gospel. But remembering that God gave you a spirit of power and he gave you and he empowers you to go out and do the scary things. Wow, I got very excited about that. <laughs> so here's some tips to help get rid of that spirit of fear in your life. And 100% you're not always going to be perfect. I'm not perfect, you guys. 100% not perfect. So, here are some tips on how we can get rid of that spirit of fear or combat that spirit of fear. Combat Satan. Combat the devil, you know? So, the tips, the first one is to pray. So, be like, dear Lord, I am afraid to go share the gospel with this one person. Please help guide me and please help diminish this fear in my heart and help me go share the gospel with this person. So praying that. Um, the second one is to memorize 2 Timothy 1.7. You guys, I'm really bad at scripture memorization. I feel like I only have a few verses memorized, but trying to really memorize, especially that first um, to really remind ourselves that we weren't meant to have a spirit of fear, but we were meant to have a spirit of power. And also, we were meant to have a spirit of, what was it? Let me look. Spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So, reminding those things too, but really just reminding ourselves that we were never meant to be these scaredy little people. We were meant to really have the power and we were meant to have the spirit of power to go share the Lord. So, 
What was the last tip? Oh, and remind yourself that God is our strength. We don't have enough strength, you guys. We are not very strong, but God is our strength. And reminding ourselves that, you know, God will give us what we need to go be comfortable with the uncomfortable and get out of our comfort zone. Reminding ourselves that God will help us do that. So, final thing is don't let the devil take a hold of you. And don't let a devil, the devil and the spirit of fear hold you back from doing something amazing. So here's my little story time about how my fears and doubts with the podcast almost prevented me from doing the podcast altogether. So when I first got the idea of the podcast, I was like, this is a great idea. I'm like so excited for this. And I really was like, I got to do this. And then the fear came and the doubts came and it was mostly doubts, but there was also fear, you know, there was doubts of, oh, I'm not qualified for this, but there was fear of like, can I really do this? Is this, it was mostly doubts, but like what was behind the doubts was fear, fear that, you know, it wouldn't go anywhere, fear that it would not be God honoring, fear that I wouldn't know what to say and all of that stuff. So, I did not let that fear and doubt win. I remember writing in my prayer journal. Let me see. Because I guess who has it at the handy? Of course, of course, of course. Um, it's so funny because I sit on my bed. And, yeah. So, my prayer journal is right by my bed. So, let me find. Okay. I also pray for the thing weighing on my mind, which is the decision to or not to start a podcast. Please reveal to me if this is in your will for me, and please help me understand if this is the right path to take. So, it was mainly that. And then, pray for the podcast. Um, well, I prayed about the podcast. I still pray about the podcast a lot. But I think there was one, or maybe I just said it in my hand, and it was said it in my head. But oh, I was like, lead me to the right decision, help my overthinking calm, and teach me how to listen and trust solely in what you have shown me. So that was me being like, you know what? I'm afraid. I'm scared. I have all of these doubts. I am doubting if this is the right thing for me to do. I'm scared. So I was really, really, really worried about about doing this podcast. And I had the fears. But I got over them. With God's grace, I got over them. And God's strength really filled me. And, you know, I'm giving it all to God. Because if it weren't for Him, I wouldn't be recording this episode. I wouldn't be here. So I am so glad that I'm here and I'm recording this episode and he gave me the strength to overcome the fear of and the doubts of starting this podcast. Okay, and then my final, my fifth and final, wow, both start with F, fifth and final uh, point is to remember your gifts. So we are all blessed with certain gifts from God, and find a way to use your gift. So, 
with getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, we have to kind of test and figure out what gifts we have to be able to really share the gospel and really put ourselves out there and get uncomfortable a little bit, but be ambassadors for Christ. And yeah, so I think the main gift that God has given me is, I don't know, my ability to speak. Um, not like in a way that like I couldn't speak, but my ability to have this podcast and, you know, I have like the speaking tools or whatever that I know from speech and debate, but just that, you know, I am able to speak and tell you guys and talk to you guys about this stuff. And I think that I could be way worse for this, but I feel like I have a gift for podcasting. I don't believe in like women. I know they're a thing, but women preachers, according to the Bible, that's not biblical. So I wouldn't say I have the gift of preaching, but I have a gift to share the gospel with a wider audience that I feel like is an amazing gift. But you know, some other ways that you could some other gifts that you could have is you could have a great gift of creativity. So you could share the gospel in ways like making cute little calligraphy, like Christian calligraphy. So you could share the gospel in that way or making Christian stickers and sharing your faith that way. Or you could have the gifts. Oh, we did a whole like whole thing about this at my church, which was like the different spiritual gifts, but you could have the gift of like serving. So you could really use your gift that God gave you to serve and, um, to be a serving heart and you could serve others. And that's the way that you could share the gospel. And yeah, what are the other gifts? There's so many gifts that you know, God has acquainted you with. And a lot of it is creativity. So figuring out how we can use our own creativity to share the gospel. So my creativity would be, you know, speaking and being able to speak and make speeches or whatever, or podcast episodes. But your gift might be not coloring, but like drawing. So you can make some amazing drawing and artwork for the Lord. Or, yeah, you can just figure out the ways that you can use your own individual gifts that God has gifted you to really share the gospel. And if some, if it's something that you really enjoy, then you'll be more comfortable doing it. I know that if I wasn't the best public speaker, and I guess this isn't really public speak. well, it is public speaking, but it's not like as scary as public speaking. But if you are a good public speaker, you can be using that to really, what's the word, really help you. Um, Or I like lost my train of thought, you guys. (laughs) It's too late, you guys. Um, So if you're a good public speaker, you can use that gift. Or yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So if I wasn't a good public speaker or if I wasn't a good speaker, I know that maybe a podcast is 
not the route to go. But because I have that gift and I have that gift of speaking, I'm able to use that gift to glorify God. So if we are able to use our gifts to glorify God, that's the way to go. And that's the way that we can really help getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. I know that God has really, I learned the thing that God doesn't call the, oh, what's the word? Not the acquainted, appointed. Um, oh, like God doesn't call the people that might have the best, oh, what's the word? The best experience or whatever. He he gives, he gives the gifts and the experience to the people that he calls. Oh, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, maybe it's, he doesn't call the appointed, but he appoints the called. I don't know. It's like a quote going around on Instagram at this point. Um, and I'm not sure if I even got that right. But remembering that, you know, God will help you and God will help you know, give you the gifts that you might need to really strive and become an amazing person and becoming and to become a good child of God. So yeah, make sure that you do one thing this week to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, whether that's sharing a picture on your of your Bible study on your Instagram or talking to somebody like a coworker or a friend about the Bible. Yeah. Or going and doing something that you normally wouldn't do. Like going to talking to a new person at youth group or at school. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And yeah, have a great rest of your week. And hopefully I'll see you Friday. I'm going to 100% try and make a Friday episode this week. Because I know I haven't been the best at Friday episodes but I'm going to try this week. So I hope to see you all very soon. And we have some very exciting stuff coming up. So I'm super excited. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the end. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening to the end. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at thatchristiangirl.podcast. I'll see you in the next one.